Welcome to Flip It or Skip It, brought to you by WorthPoint, the world's largest antiques and collectibles pricing and research database. Buy right, sell right, and profit more with WorthPoint. Now, let's meet our hosts. Hi, everybody. I'm Dana Crawford. And I'm Wayne Jordan. In today's episode number 42 of Flip It or Skip It, we're going to be talking about what kind of merchandise is selling and what's hot. That's right. What's hot and what's not. So our plan is to do this on a fairly regular basis, a couple of times a year uh, anyway, and we will be talking about things that we've noticed seem to do well, and these things would be Something that the uh, things that are commonly available at yard sales, estate sales, thrift shops, things that you have access to but can sell for a nice profit. One thing to keep in mind about these topics is uh, hot sellers, best sellers tend to overlap. Some of them go for a long time, some of them go for years. So, those things that we're going to talk about today might still be hot sellers in a couple of years. Deanna is good, but she's can't tell the future. No, of course not. I'm not a psychic. She's a lot of things, but she's not a psychic. Ooh. <laughs> Psychiatric, maybe. Yeah, right. Well, let me get out my crystal ball, okay? <laughs> First... What I like to do every once in a while is go to eBay's homepage. It sounds so simple, right? Just go to eBay's homepage and take a look at the banner on eBay's homepage and see what kind of items they're promoting. So when you take a look at eBay's homepage, today, this interesting day, is part of Disney's 50th year celebration. Mm -hmm. So... Right now, anything to do with Disney's 50th year celebration is hot. I saw um, one of my fellow treasure hunters on Instagram the other day just sold a Christmas ornament for $45 on eBay. And it was um, celebrating Disney's 50 years. And I know it's hard to believe. And that's for Disney World in Florida. Gotcha. So when there's an anniversary of some sort, that is going to be trending. No matter what year you're listening to this podcast, always keep that in mind when there's special anniversaries of every category, practically. Advertising, clothing sellers, um, clothing designers. Right. Jewelry designers, if anybody's having an anniversary, then their items suddenly become trending and desirable. Sure. And that goes for uh, political memorabilia during election years. A few episodes back, we talked about Olympic memorabilia, and that comes up every two years. Uh, so all of these things are hot sellers at the time of the anniversary. Uh, you, if you find something in between, you, may, you can buy it and sell it if you get it at the right price. But the time to get the best price when you sell it is during the anniversary. Absolutely. And another thing that I like to do is 
especially that time of year when Black Friday's starting to approach and we're trying to think about what kind of items that we can flip and make make money on. I start paying attention to the ads being put out by big brand, big box companies. Right. Like Target, Walmart, Macy's, whatever, whatever the big company is. It's a good idea to create an email that's dedicated to newsletters <laughs> so that your regular email doesn't get bombarded. And so when you create this special email that's dedicated for newsletters, then you can go subscribe to newsletters. Right. And the great thing is these are big box companies that um, spend a lot of money studying trends. Right. So they're doing the work for you. So if you pay attention to what kind of things are they advertising on that homepage, what are they putting up on that homepage and what kind of um, specials are they running on that homepage, then chances are good that that toy or that item is what's going to be hot for holiday time or is soon going to be trending. Let's say that there's a particular toy that's going to be hot for Christmas. How do you find that particular toy when you're picking, when you're out and about? Now, that's a good question because in the flea markets and those kind of shops, the newer stuff is going to be a little bit more challenging unless you know specific dealers that specialize in that. So in your local community, If you have a flea market or you have um, an extravaganza coming up or some kind of thing happening, it doesn't hurt to get out and get to know the dealers. Go introduce yourself and become like our very own, the CEO at uh, WorthPoint, Will Seipel. He actually has pickers that know him very well and they hold merchandise for him that they know that he wants. So you can go introduce yourself to some pickers and let them know what you're looking for, and they will get a hold of you. Yeah, I do that in my local area. And one of the things that I found sells particularly well uh, consistently Mm -hmm. are tools, because home improvement is big, probably one of the best overall evergreen niches. It's reported that by 2027, the home improvement market is going to be over a trillion dollars in sales. That's a big number. And of course, that's new. It doesn't cover secondhand items. But when I'm out at a flea market, and there are several that I go to regularly around here, there are always guys with a table of tools. And and another uh, source that I have for tools believe it or not, is uh, Harbor Freight. Uh, Harbor Freight is an importer. They sell things at a discount. They have special deals on their website. They have special deals in their stores and Walmart home centers and Lowe's home centers and Home Depot, your local hardware store. All of those places put things on sale. And if you're a careful buyer, if you carry if you have a data plan and a WorthPoint subscription or subscriptions to something else to look up prices, 
you'll be able to find out what's selling, how many of them are listed, and from that information, you can get what price you're going to sell it for. And if you know that, you can figure out how much, what kind of, if you know what kind of markup you want, then you can decide what you should pay for it. So there's tools you're, you can, it's rare to make a mistake with tools. You can go into estate sales and garage sales. And we talked about this a little bit with, um, in the episode of toolboxes is that tools tend to accumulate. Because if you're doing a, a job around the house, uh, uh, if you're fixing the plumbing, you're going, to need, you're going to need plumbing tools. If you're doing carpentry, you're going to need uh, hammers and saws and power tools. Every job imaginable around the house and fixing your car and, and electrical work all require special tools. And over a lifetime, homeowners tend to accumulate that kind of thing. So if you're going to an estate auction or a liquidation, or a yard sale, a garage sale, you can almost always find a box of tools. Yeah, that's true. You know, it's and they're almost all profitable. And when I liquidated my restoration shop, I got more money for some of those tools than I paid for them originally. Is that right? Uh, have you sold much in the way of tools, Dana? I have. I've sold a lot of um, tools that are the survey, survey type tools, um, survey and equipment, those types. And it's funny when you mention Harbor Freight, because I call that uh, my husband's favorite toy store. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And when when I'm doing eBay workshops and I talk about how important a shipping scale is for your business and you shipping scales are a great gift actually for the holidays or any, any new eBay seller or any, even an experienced eBay seller that would like to upgrade to a nicer shipping scale. And I always say that my husband uh, bought me a beautiful one at his favorite toy store at Harbor Freight for our wedding anniversary. For your wedding anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> but that's better than a blender. So in my book. <laughs> yeah, well, from from what you tell me, you'd get a lot more use out of the scale than you ever would get out of a blender. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, Dana, this is a good place to pause for a word from our sponsor, and we will be right back. Dealers, you don't have to build your own reference library. WorthPoint has done it for you. With WorthPoint's digital library, you can access over 1,000 books on antiques and collectibles in one convenient place. Find the info you need quickly. Search books by title or author or subject. Dig deep using a keyword search. Don't waste time digging through pages of Google results. Get there quicker with WorthPoint. For a 7-day, 7-look-up free trial, go to worthpoint.com. And we're back. And yours truly, Wayne Jordan and Dana Crawford, the Power Selling Mom are discussing hot sellers, and we'll pick up where we left off. So go to flipitorskipit.com, scroll down to episodes number 42, and you will find a direct link to this. On this page, it's called the eBay export area, and they have a list of the best selling items. Mm-hmm. And the best-selling items, and what is popular on eBay right 
now. So no matter what time of the year, what, you know, what day you're looking at this, you can, um, this should be auto-populated. And it breaks down. Jewelry and watches is number one. Really? Yes. Next is computer tablets and networking, cell phones and accessories. Mm -hmm. Then we have video games and consoles. Right. Clothing, shoes, and accessories, mm -hmm. cameras and photo, health and beauty, music, DVDs, and movies, automotive, car audio, car and truck parts. Wow. Those things have been high on eBay for a long time. Yes. And when I was um, new to consulting and I was just starting to give advice on for people and this was the year that Elmo's were hot. Tickle me Elmo. That was it. The year Tickle me Elmo <laughs> was so popular. And I had a lady come to me and said, OMG, I just got, you know, a truckload of Tickle me Elmo's and the market was soaring. It was close to Christmas. It was between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Tickle me Elmo was off the shelf. Nobody had them. And she called me and said, Dana, uh, you know, can you help me sell these? I, I, And I'm like, get on there right now, start selling them. Get on there right now. And she said, no, no, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. And I said, I'm telling you, when the market's hot, you get this stuff listed. You don't wait. And sure enough, she sat on them. She did not take my advice. And I bet you she still has those Elmos. <laughs> so pay attention when the market's hot. You've got some items and, and get that stuff listed and take advantage of it because it just statistics show. And in my experience proves that it will die down as every day goes by. Right. Because right. Tickle Me Elmo's then suddenly they were everywhere. Interestingly, one thing that I have consistently done well with are books. Uh, you have to be careful with books uh, you, because most of them aren't worth the price you'd pay for them at Goodwill. What sells well are self-improvement books and what my wife calls woo-woo, which are uh, new age books. Uh, and for self-improvement books, you know, problems that people have today, individuals have, are the same ones they had 30 years ago, only the context has changed. So there are books that were written in the 70s, in the 80s, before everything became available online and as a Kindle, that you just can't find anymore. But if it's a self-help book that addresses a particular problem, then take your smartphone, look it up, and see what that particular title is selling for. I've made the had the best luck on eBay. I tried Amazon. I didn't like Amazon at all. Uh, they have uh, too many role, rules. There's too many sellers on there selling things for 99 cents. Uh, it's just not worth my time to try to sell on on Amazon. But eBay, I've made pretty good money selling books on, on eBay. Mm -hmm. uh, so self-improvement books, another type of book that uh, is good, local books from 
small publishers. Mm-hmm. So if you're on vacation somewhere and you go into a bookstore and you find a book about that particular area in a used bookstore, then look it up because people may be interested in that who grew up in that area or had some kind of family connection yeah, to absolutely. that area. And because it was locally published, there's not going to be a lot of them around. Mm-hmm. So chances are good. You'll be able to buy it right and and sell it at a good profit. Uh, as for the new age stuff, who knows? I mean, I have made a nice profit on almost every new age book that I've ever tried to flip, with the exception of bestsellers. Because the bestsellers are published. They, there's so many of them out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if the material is good, you can't make any money on it. I mean, on the high end, $200 for a book is not unusual. Uh, so if you see a, a book that deals with an unusual subject or a particular skill or anything that's uh, new age, then look it up. I wouldn't buy any book unless I've looked it up first because... You never know how many are there for sale. You know, if you if you go to uh, Worth Point or wherever you're looking them up and, and you don't see it, if you can buy it right and it fits all your other requirements, then uh, go ahead and buy it and give it a shot. But it's it's possible to make a good profit on, on books. Books are always hot. Mm-hmm. The, right, the, the right books are always hot. Sure. Out of curiosity, if you just go to worthpoint.com, click on the price guide, and take a look at the popular items, it's fascinating to see what kind of stuff people are looking up the most on WorthPoint and are popular. Have you ever used Google Trends to look up items? I've not in a long time. I use Google Trends all the time when I'm trying to zero in on Keywords for articles. Trends.google.com. Yeah, trends.google.com. Okay. You can type in a keyword. um, Pick a topic. Silverware. Okay. Put in silverware. Okay, and it will give you a little chart. Now, in the where you, you put in the keywords, go over to the next little block up at the top Mm -hmm. and type in tableware. Under compare? Yeah, under compare. And then for the third one, uh, type in silver plate, pair them. And they will give you three lines on the chart for those three uh, items. And each line in the chart will be color-coded to your keyword. Mm -hmm. And you can, by looking at the chart, tell which one of those is getting the most searches. Okay. Underneath the chart, there they break it down into various sections, and you can look up alternate keywords, and it's really worth looking into if you want to track the trends. Yeah, but it is interesting. Thanks for sharing that. How to set a table with silverware, folding napkins, and then luxury tableware. There's, and then you can click on the breakout. That's really interesting. Thanks, Wayne. Sure. Another thing to um, have be a time suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I find it's easier to spend the time 
searching keywords so I know what to put in titles than to write an article that nobody's going to read. Right. No, I know it, but I can just see playing with this, you know, coming in and checking out different things. Well, you don't have anything else to do, right? I know. I could be on Facebook. That's right. That's right. Speaking of which, you can always go to Facebook Marketplace and take a look and see what's trending. Exactly. I have, um, I'm on Facebook Marketplace a lot. In fact, whenever I'm on Facebook, it shows up in my right sidebar. Yeah. Uh, just so I can keep up with things that are in my local area. I also like shopgoodwill.com. Yes. You can find some really good deals on shopgoodwill.com. Yes. I love that too. Now, the funny thing is like what I've been selling lately, we were talking a little bit about it earlier, are I sold a sweater that had some sparkles on it. I sold a sweater that has some sparkles on it, and I sold a vest that I had on for probably a good year. And it was one of my exceptions to my yearly rule because it was my mother's. And um, I split things I sell with my mother. I'll go in her closet every once in a while and go, seriously, you're never going to wear this. You're never going to wear this. Let's put it on eBay and, and make some money. And so she had these vests that my mother back in the day was into wearing vests. Like they were cool different designs and pins and all these things. But anyways, I took her vest that had um, glittery, like you would wear them in Vegas type of vest. It had rainbows of glitter. And um, it sold the other day. And I thought it's interesting. The vest sold and the sweater sold to two different people. And it made me realize, oh, we're getting into ugly Christmas vests and sweater time. Right. But not only, I mean, it, as we're recording this show, it's it's the 1st of October. But if you think about it, we're entering that time of year. Some people hold off and they won't put on their ugly sweaters and stuff until November and they wait too long. So, you know, it's it's better to have that stuff listed and ready to go. Why someone didn't buy that last year, I don't know. Retailers change their clothing inventory ahead of the season so people can you know they get it all in so they can get their shelves stocked and and be there when people when the weather turns cold and people are thinking about buying sweaters yes it will already be there okay dana i'm looking at the felix the cat clock on the wall there and it uh, looks like we're about out of time so like to thank our listeners for joining us, and uh, it's been a lively discussion. I hope that you got some good tips and that you'll be able to go out and make lots of money using our approach to finding and flipping hot sellers. Dana, it's been real. Have a good afternoon. Thanks, Wayne. You too. You've been listening to Flip It or Skip It, brought to you by WorthPoint.com the world's largest antiques and collectibles pricing and research database. Buy right, sell right, and profit more with WorthPoint. Point.